This Kick and Dicey is a D&D podcast about dudes being bros. What adventures will they get into? Only time will tell. Like the name suggests, this podcast could get dicey. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome to This Could Get Dicey, a D&D podcast where a group of buds get to unwind from their 9 to 5s and step into the world of Drew Gala. My name is Destiny Nieto, I play Lumis Bjorn, and before things get a little too dicey, I just like to say it's a beautiful day to finally get that tattoo that I originally made an appointment for a couple episodes ago. Oh! Nice! What'd it's you, it's wait, fresh. You it's looking clean. It's fresh as heck. Um, it is on... My arm, it is of a little dancing BMO. For the <gasps> listeners at Ooh. home, I'm showing it to everyone right now. Destiny's shown oh, off BMO so on our TikTok before, too. Yes, I'm Wait, quite the BMO fan. Thank Show you. it again. Let me, let me see. It's got cute, it's got, BMO's got a cute little <gasps> BMO face, oh, too. Oh, got little eyeballs. Got little moves little going. Eyeballs. He's dancing, and there's little butterflies around him. He's pretty cute. He's pretty cute. I bet you, at listening right now, you're just like, Damn, this sucks that this is audio medium. Too bad. <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Alex Villarreal. I play Ellis Vendove, and today's a beautiful day to buy a mop and mop your house real good. Oh, my period. God. Did you get to dump the water out afterwards? Oh, yeah. I dumped it on my head. Yeah. I it's... was just like, it was like a victory lap. <laughs> uh, Did you get the fancy mop bucket that Kenny has? I've never seen uh, Kenneth's mop bucket before. Well, that's because you're not a good house guest when you stay. It, do you mop our <laughs> floors Actually, when you stay at our house? No, I just did that one time when Mikhail had a big accident. Oh, <laughs> oh just when oh, my dog had a big foot boo accident. Does it have the little foot thing to make the mop spin yeah, around? Spins yeah, around. Yeah, I got that one. I want that, that one so bad. Like, it's great. Yeah, I got a. You should come over mop my, my floor. I'll let you take it for a test drive. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That at my house, and it was a big mess, and I didn't even notice afterwards. So I'll make a big mess, Becky, if you want to come test it. Please do not, not shit on your floor. Not that kind of mess. Not a doggy mess. Oh. An Alex mess. Oh, that's a good one. Like not like nacho cheese or something. I was like, right, it's Kenny, not poop, Kenny, it's piss. <laughs> I'm Kenny Chilton. Hello, and I'm playing Emil Mazak. Why can't I get this right? And it's a beautiful day to start planning on buying some very secular candy for a very certain religious holiday that just happened when we're recording this. But tomorrow, at our local pharmacies and grocery stores, 40% off, 50% off, 60% off, some of the best candy you'll get all year. Just some just some good oval-shaped candy for no reason. Good yeah, oblong chocolate peanut butter <laughs> treat. That's right. Do y'all like uh like Cadbury eggs? No, I love them. Love them. I love them suckers. I, don't like, I love I don't them like cream-filled cream. suckers. I like I the weird cream stuff. I don't know what that is. 
good. It's like this little vanilla cream custard, uh, like surrounded by like milk chocolate in the shape of an egg, and you bite into it, and you bite into it again and again and again and again, and it's again. <laughs> That's oh. how you eat most things: is you bite into it again and again. But this <laughs> is like <laughs> a special experience. One yes. time, when I was a wee little one, I got a very special, very large chocolate Easter bunny that had peanut butter all inside of it. But it wasn't like a Reese's one, I don't think. It was just a very large chocolate and peanut butter Easter bunny, and I can never find it again, and I dream of it. Did you eat it? Oh, yeah. Is that why she could have? Who ate my? No, I ate it. She wanted to buy it My parents were like, you cannot sit there. You want to buy it again. I want to buy it again. But yeah, my parents can't. They were like, don't eat that in one sitting, because it was a big... And did and you? Becky's just like, you don't know me. <laughs> no, I, I was a responsible child, and I only ate like uh, an oh. ear, a head, a foot. You rationed. I tried. <sighs> what a good-ass holiday. Good holiday. Hello. My name is Becky Schmader. I am the game master for This Could Get Dicey. And it's a beautiful day to plant little vegetables in a vegetable garden and start your first little vegetable garden. She's off the grid, ladies and gentlemen. So She's off the grid. Yeah. I'm so excited. Stop. Throw yourself on away. Next stop, punching squirrels to get away from my peppers. <laughs> I'm go not cut up your credit cards and go punch some squirrels. I'm not going to actually do that. I don't condone that. That's why you have a pet bear. Pet. Uh, what is it? A hairless bear that you have that you love so much? Listen. No, that all started because Alex said that they looked the same, and they don't look the same. No, 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 correct, correct, incorrect. Ella said that. <laughs> Ella said that. I was. There's I was a difference. There's a difference. I'm just mouth breathing, and I want you to leave it in. <laughs> Becky is Bear Grylls now. Stop mouth I'm breathing. I'm what? <laughs> so you're basically Bear Grylls now. Oh. Drink your pee. <laughs> <laughs> and then mop right it now, up. Live, live Do it on, on the gram. No, 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 no. Boy, this one's really taking a turn, everybody. But last we left off, uh, our adventurers last session decided to move quietly through the woods back to Mistfall. But upon camping, had set off an alarm alerting a displacer beast and a band of outlaws. The group made a run for it, leaving behind... Well, they left Gertrude in the wagon behind a little bit earlier. But the group made a run for it and successfully trekked back to Mistfall without stopping. Exhausted and without much sleep, it is the evening on the 11th day of Windcrisp as they find themselves at the gates of Mistfall. Uh, Loomis, you are terribly exhausted. You have four points of exhaustion. Ellis, you have three. And Emile, you have two points. You have the plant matter in your backpack as well. You have no Gertrude, you have no wagon, and you have returned to Mistfall. Uh, definitely worse for wear than when you left. Uh, I know I'm not in great shape, but looking at the other two, can I tell that they are, like, fucked up? Uh, roll a medicine check. 10 plus 2. No, 10 plus 3. 13. You can tell definitely that Loomis, despite being, like, a vampire that doesn't sleep looks really, really exhausted. Yeah. Something's just like off about that, but you cannot tell what's going on with Ellis. Um, he probably looks at me for a second, and then the second we like come to a stop, I like puke on the ground. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, I'm really fucked up right now. That was really bad. <sighs> come on, come on. We're we're almost to the squirrel's folly. Loomis Hold on. Oh. <sighs> It's not a time to be prideful. I know you don't need sleep, but if you need a hand, like 
I'm just a little bit tired. Uh, I can help you the rest of the way if you need. All right, hold on. I really want. We should we should really fucking think about this before we get back into Mistfall. Okay, let's hold on. Let's just take a breath. One, yes, Emil, I totally agree. We need to get to the Squirrel's Folly, but we have to remember, like Elizabeth was just there. Like we're not gonna be safe inside of Mistfall. We just pit. We just pissed off the court real fucking bad, and we we. Uh, look, I'm fucked up. You're fucked up. I I know Loomis can't die, but I think Loomis is about to die. Um, I want to die. Yes, yes. And I I know. I I'm like, I know. <laughs> uh, um, we need to go back to the squirrel's folly, and and we need to like talk to a like. Look, Alarn's Alarn's legit. We can we can throw her some money, and maybe maybe she can you know help hide us out for a couple days, like. Check us in under the books or something like, like you know, just so just so we can catch our literal fucking breath. That's a good idea. Uh, I, I'm not sure the academy could offer us much protection. Uh, I don't think they have much in the way of like guards or anything. But Alaren seemed a little more like threatening than uh, anyone else we've met so far. So if you think she can protect us, let's let's do that. I, I'm willing to pay for that. I, and I, I also think I mean well one the academy I mean shit they hired they hired Elizabeth they hired the court like we're we're gonna need to also when we deliver we should also make delivering this plant top priority we should get this shit out of our hands ASAP but fuck we need to we need to go to bed. Do you think the school has like an infirmary or something? Like a school nurse? Yes, a school nurse. She's just gonna tell us to lay down for a second and then send us back to class or whatever. That's what they always did. They just shoved some ibuprofen down my throat and told me to get over and slap my butt and send me back to third grade. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Hold on, I think I might be projecting. Wait, did you say slap your butt? Yeah. <laughs> we need to move we need to move on. Okay. I don't want to think about this anymore. I think Squirrel's Folly is is a haven for us right now. If Alaren can maybe protect us, that she seemed real keen to us, so I think we should go there. It also falls in my usually whenever I I like piss people off. It's kind of like how when we first got to to Miss Fall. When I like to piss when I piss people when I like <laughs> to piss people off, I like to hide out and like plain like kind of plain like I want to be around people. I want to be around like witnesses. If we go get hidden in some like secluded shack, the the court's like perfect. Let's blow up the shack, but they're not gonna blow up that squirrel's folly. That's a national treasure. Sure. Let's let's just watch our backs. How prevalent is the court? Like in the city, could we be getting tailed when, like, through the streets? I fucking, I mean, I'm, if we got tailed through the, the like the woods, I'm sure that they have people set up in the city throughout. I mean, as as far as I know, I think the courts, like the courts, not like they might be based out of Misfall. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but I think that they they have influence. They have little sectors across the country, like you know, they they travel, they move around, they 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 move some weight. All right, let's just watch our backs. Um, I'll, Emil will turn to Loomis and offer, like, an arm, uh, and, like, a I will support you kind of motion. Loomis goes to you and, just so exhausted, puts their whole weight on you, but it's a lot lighter than you'd imagine. Uh, uh, I was gonna ask that question of, like, what does it feel like to have Loomis's weight on me? And if it's light enough, I'll say, uh, how about a piggyback ride? 
let's let's get this show on the road even faster. Yes, please. <laughs> I put Loomis on. I put my backpack on the front, like a cool, cool, cool middle schooler, and I put Loomis on my back. Okay, go ahead and uh, roll a strength check, just because you are somewhat exhausted. Um, so you do have disadvantage on this. What does uh, exhaustion okay. do at second? My speed is halved already, right? And your speed is halved, and it's going to be halved again because you're carrying somebody. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. An eight. You you managed to get Loomis on your back, but you all are moving, like, so slow. Wait, because Loomis, is, Loomis, your speed is zero, right? Right now? Oh, I think so. No. No, I not yet. Not yet. I'm, ha- I'm at half speed. I was going to oh, ask how... Oh. how how tall is Emil? Emil is about six one. Okay, I feel Loomis is around the same height. So, is you put him over your shoulder, but he's kind of just dragging his feet as well, <laughs> slowing okay. both of us down. Yeah, I go like fifteen feet. I look at Ellis for help. A silent cry for help. <laughs> I, go, I go. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And I reach into my bag, and uh, I'm like. I always keep this shit on me um, just for kind of moments like this. And I pull out um, my disguise kit and uh, like costume pieces. I have cost- I have two costumes in my um, in my bag. So I pull out like a large cloak um, and I throw it over them. And I'm like, just be, be like an old, be like an old, like a hunched over old person. And I maybe pull out like a gray speckled wig and like I put it on uh uh, Emil's head, and I'm like, I'll I'll be like, you know, helping you down the street, sort of a thing. Like, you know, you're <laughs> lost or something. <laughs> yes. Why are we doing this? I don't I don't know. Emil said, "Get on your back." <laughs> I just you just looked really rough, Loomis, and I wanted to help, but God, I can't do this anymore. Please get off me. Loomis just falls to the ground, just <laughs> topples over. Okay. Well, y'all, okay, Max. y'all, this is. I really love the idea of wearing a costume, but I, I just am so tired. Well, here I, I put on I put the wig on you and the cloak. I'm like, just be old, um, uh, Loomis. Uh, stick to the shadows. Um, like let's let's. I think we, we should try to not draw attention to ourselves. And I think for the past forty five seconds, we've drawn like probably as much as we can in this moment. <laughs> um, so let's let's start let's start moving. Uh, everyone roll like a group deception check as you're trying to be disguised here at we're disadvantage we're all at, at disadvantage, disadvantage. <laughs> okay i can't roll less than a 10 oh eight eight 18 <laughs> <laughs> uh i would say that ellis you you put on like a proper disguise and you're like a proper man kind of walking into the city a note people are like oh there's just a random guy and then the other two are kind of like caught like Emil, you're like coughing you're having some like struggles loomis you're like on the ground trying to get up i mean the two of you are just like tweedledee and tweedledum over here just trying to like get to the um, squirrel's folly like a block down the road i feel that loomis is hiding in the shadows by crawling everywhere and like trying to sneakily go through, like stealthily go through the shadows, but it's very obvious. It's just this lanky man coming in a, a really bad, very slowly, yeah, very just, badly. 
I think I I think Ellis walks to the other side of the street. <laughs> he's like like, like walking. And he's just like, oh fuck! Like we gotta work on this. Emil does You're have like, to stop like, while he's coughing and use his wig as a handkerchief to cough into. God, so it takes you all like twenty minutes to get two blocks into Miss Fall. Along the way, you do pass some of the shopkeepers who are closing up their little side of the road stalls. Um, you see Brian Shallow Sprig again, who you Loomis you kind of like are passing by trying to like hide under the tables a little bit and he's like hello what are you doing here <laughs> hello you're in my stall what are you doing i'm not here and Loomis just slowly crawls <laughs> you're very much side. here <laughs> as i cross to the other side of the street i want to just like i can i obviously I'm still very, very tired, but I'd like to at least look around to see if we're being tailed, if anybody's following us. Like, I, I see some shopkeepers no- noticing us, but, like, is anybody else noticing us? Like, sure. Go ahead and roll perception check oof. with disadvantage. I ain't gonna do it. Uh, it's a six. No, it's, it's dark. You're tired. You're kind of looking around. It's almost like the, the lights, the candles in the windows are kind of, like, starting to blur a little bit as you're kind of um, staring at them. Then I just keep trudging along forward until we get to the Squirrel's Folly. Okay. It takes the three of you way too long to get to the Squirrel's Folly, but you make it. Uh, You are overjoyed to see the lift, and you take the lift up to uh, the outer deck of the Squirrel's Folly. Entering inside, uh, it's a typical evening here. I think it is a Wednesday when you all return, so... It's a typical Wednesday at a establishment. People are drinking, eating, games. It's about 7 p.m. when you all roll up here. Uh, Alarn sees you all as you all kind of stumble in slowly. Oh, you're all back. I'm so happy that you all are safe and back here. The squirrels following. Oh, you look real bad. Is everything okay? Alarn, would you mind coming and uh, maybe taking a... A, a seat with us really quick at, at, at a table we have we have a we have a favor to ask you oh okay sure i guess knowing that the court has been here before i'm gonna scan the room to see if i see anyone uh that has like either that green armband that loomis pointed out or if i see Brandon. even like elizabeth here yeah cool go ahead and roll perception disadvantage with disadvantage yeah you do have a plus five though uh, my lowest is a 13. Plus 5 is an 18. You don't see anybody tonight. Uh, no, you know, neck neckerchiefs, neck bandanas or anything like that. No armbands, no Elizabeth. It seems like the coast is clear tonight from the, out, uh, from the court. I'll relay that as we make our way to a table. You all sit down with Lauren at a table kind of on the quieter side of the inn away from the windows and the um, outer deck. Uh, oh, what is, what's uh, what's going on? It's, uh, you just got back to t- town today. Alarm! I'm not gonna bullshit you. Okay. Um, we've we've literally been like running oh. for the pet for for like a day, like for I think fucking sixteen hours, and and, and we have not we have not stopped. Um, we 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 told we told you before we left that um. We had some questions about the court. Uh, well, we kind of we I'm, I'm, we're not going to front with you, Lauren. Um, we kind of pissed him off. H- how? We need to lay low. We need to rest up. I I, I know the last time 
I rolled through. Squirrels finally asked you to kind of watch over me. I'm asking you again. Uh, you know that comes with you know I you know nobody works for free here for sure. We we'll we'll pay for rooms and on top of that, if there's like a if you can kind of de- deter people away from us, if anybody comes a knocking or asking, we'd really really appreciate it, Lauren. Sure, I I mean uh, I gotta be honest. Elizabeth has been around, not asking about you. I mean me me and her we're. We're friendly, you know. I say hi. We say hi to each other, you know. That's it. Uh, but she's but she hasn't been around like the last like two two nights probably. Uh, but I haven't said anything to her about about you all. We'd love to pay you to continue that discretion. Uh, uh, you know, Alice is an old friend. You know, we've been been buddies for a little bit. There's no need. For, uh, maybe we could do sort of a trade. There's some people in town that might need your help if you all would be willing to, to do a job for them. And, uh, and then you could all, uh, you know, lay low. Whatever, whatever we need to do, Lauren. Um, I mean, it goes without saying, we'll at least pay for the rooms. But yeah, if 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 that's what you're, you're charging, is us, is us potentially helping out a buddy of yours? Yeah, we can definitely, I, I mean, I'll speak for all of us. We'll, we, we need to lay low. Alarm. Okay, well, uh, you could help. There's, there's two ways you could help me or the town. Uh, there's rumors that uh, something seems to be disturbing the boats and the docks at night. Ooh, it is kind of a little creepy uh, because a whole boat was moved out and the guard saw it just towed away without anybody on it. Uh, kind of weird. Uh, they, didn't, they didn't get a good look at it though, and they didn't catch the boat or anything. Uh, uh, but the the whole ship had come down from from the mines and the silver summits, and it just got taken taken away. Uh, I I don't think it was like the court or anything like that. It, they you know there weren't any people to be seen. Uh, so that's one job you could do for us, or, or I have a trade ship that uh, will be leaving here and then going to Rose Glen, and then coming back. Uh, it sure would make me feel better. It's just a big shipment of stuff would make me feel better if some buddies would look over it on its way back. Uh, both of those, you know, you do one of those, and I'll keep keep your name out of my mouth, you know. Are any of these uh? Like 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 time sensitive because we probably need at least a day or two to kind of recover a little bit. I guess the the tr- the trade ship one that one's pretty pretty urgent as I think they're leaving tomorrow. So don't worry about that one. We we uh we'll uh, why don't you handle the stuff happening down at the docks whenever you're ready to do that. I I don't know how urgent it is. It, it kind of just happened a couple days ago I think and. No one, surprisingly, no one's as worried as maybe they should be with a whole boat being removed. But I think really people are a little freaked out. Perhaps it's a ghost. Well, um, yeah, we we'd be happy to check that out for you. And 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 in the future, um, if you ever need assistance with um, you know, pro- protecting a load of shipments, I mean, I'm always in the, I'm always in the market for some extra scratch. Oh well, I I really appreciate that. You can always. If you're looking for local jobs, uh, you know, people people tell me about stuff all the time that need help. Perhaps tomorrow we can just get some information about the boat that disappeared or what's happening at the docks and not engage in anything too uh, too difficult. Uh, we also have sure. a shipment to deliver tomorrow, so 
It could be just a, a fact-finding day. Sure. Uh, I will say, though, I, I know you all are worried about the court, but uh, Elizabeth doesn't really mess with stuff within the walls of Nisfall, so um, you, you should be okay. I mean, they'll be watching you, probably, and especially if you were to, like, leave too far outside of the city, but I, I, I think I just want you all to get some good sleep tonight, knowing that... Uh, you know, they're not gonna blow up the squirrel's folly, you know? They fucking better not. At this point, I feel, I mean, Loomis has been quieter than normal, and I would assume he's laying on the floor, and Alarin probably didn't see him. But at this point, Loomis speaks up and asks, Alarin, do you have any secluded, like, garden or patch of plant life around here that people don't really come across oh my god Loomis I didn't see you down there uh garden uh, well I sure don't um uh, I know that uh one of the council members they have a, a big garden that's not really what you're asking, though, huh? Not particularly. Maybe if I ask, um, is there any secluded, kind of off the beaten path where no one would come about, like, forest wooded area around here? Hmm. Well, I mean, Mistfall's surrounded by, by woods, so you could probably find some sort of secluded area out in the woods. Is, isn't the squirrel's folly, like, in a big tree. Yes. Is it like are the are these big branches like cl- like I don't know like climbable or is that like frowned upon or like accessible? Uh, yeah, they are climbable. So if you wanted to ask about that, what what do you need it for? I don't necessarily sleep, but I need to get rid of this exhaustion. So I just oh. need to be around wildlife. Oh. I don't think it'd be best to use the squirrel's folly since it is your establishment oh okay yeah well yeah there's not a lot of i mean there's nature all in misfall but most of it's attached to buildings or holding up structures uh so your best bet would be to go out into the 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 woods outside of misfall i'm sure there's some good hunting just if that's what you're talking about just outside of the city yeah i i guess not necessarily hunting but yeah i i think I'm, I'm not gonna stay here tonight i need to be around wildlife lewis i mean i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna front dog that's i mean I, that, I, I really worry about us splitting up so if, if, if you if, i mean you're you're definitely needed more more than most of us i mean if if you need to go i i think i'd feel comfortable just letting you go alone i mean you're more than welcome to join but I know you, y'all you need your sleep, too. We've been sleeping in the woods for a week, so it'd be kind of weird not to at this point. Um, yeah, I could I could camp out again for the night as long as we're close enough to haul into the city, should we need to. Uh, well, before you all go, I'll pack you up a little, some little, you know, to-go bags. And Lauren goes into the back and packs you up like a little, some biscuits uh you know a little cup of stew kind of like carefully covered with like some beeswax and uh hands you all a little 
to-go bags of this is, food. This is quite special. Uh, uh, here, and I'll take out a silver coin. <laughs> and give it to okay. Her. Does oh, this okay. cover it? Well, oh, yeah, yes, that will cover it. Thank you. Thank you, Emil. Uh, well, you all be safe tonight. Um, yeah, and, keep and the come change. Come back in the morning. Okay. I, I, I think I look at I look at Emil on the side, but uh, I think I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to sneak like I'm gonna try to hand off two gold to Alara and, and kind of just be like smile and be like I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. Um, will you all come back in the morning and you could get some more food and um, if anybody comes looking, I haven't seen you. Sounds good. Thank you, Alara. We 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 really appreciate it. And I look at Emil and Loomis, I'm like, well, it was a hell of a lot of fun walking to Girls <laughs> Folly from outside the city, so let's walk back out. Yeah, this time I think I'm just going to be myself, if that's okay, and I'm going to eat this biscuit on the way. Shit, if yourself is anything like the way you looked walking in, um, <laughs> uh, do the ex- do, just do the exact opposite, bud. <laughs> you all walk back down the street, uh, you know, stumbling a little bit, tired, but feeling a little bit rejuvenated with some food in your tummy. You all walk outside of the gates of Mistfall, and you're kind of on the main road from which you came in. What are you looking for? So, Loomis, I feel still crawling around, maybe rolling here and there, is just looking for, again, off off the beaten path, just a very secluded, open area where they can be. Uh, roll a perception check with disadvantage. Yep. Uh, four. You all kind of stumble out. It's The sun's like pretty much down now. You all stumble out into the woods with Loomis leading the way. And you all kind of trip. You all trip over some, you know, overgrowth and some wood some you know thorny kind of bushes and everybody takes five points of damage as you're all kind of like cut up a little bit um tripping in the the woods a little bit uh but you do manage to to find your way out into you know like the deeper parts of the woods near Mistfall. okay lewis um do you think okay i'm i'm just gonna sit right here gonna it's gonna look like i'm meditating i advise you don't come within like a 10 foot radius great that's good i'll back up like 20 or so feet where i still have a visual but (laughs) i'm a good distance away and and light up a fire to sit next to emil i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie i don't i don't think i have the energy to even attempt to keep watching and i don't think lupus does either and but I, I know you were saying that you're not you. I mean, you still ran. Oh no, I'm. Like we did. I'm like, fucking tired. I. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think I'm in a tiny bit better shape than you are, but not not good. Loomis, are we being too loud? <laughs> I I feel like at this point, Loomis is just out in the sense of people that meditate. Just like when they're in it, they're in it. They really focus. They don't really hear outside noise. Um, as soon as Loomis said, I'd recommend staying at least 10 feet away, you could tell they're just in this trance of sorts where they don't, they, their eyes are open and you can tell they can see their surroundings, but they're not, 
they're so present in the moment that they're not even in the moment. If that so, <laughs> so Loomis is out here just to rest, not necessarily yes. to do anything else. Okay. Ellis, I, I, I don't think there's any chance either one of us is going to be able to really stay awake. Uh, I think we should just get some sleep. We're so close to the city white right now. I don't, I don't, I think we're okay. I think Ellis like lifts his head and like looks at Emil. What did you say? <laughs> Good night. <sighs> I said. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Fall over and go to sleep. Uh, so uh, Emil, none of you are. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, uh, Emil's gonna just keep watch for maybe ten minutes, just to hear if anyone else is around or or see if anyone else is around. I'm not trying to keep a full watch. I'm just trying to get a scope of our surroundings. Uh, okay, go ahead and roll a perception check with disadvantage. Oh, yeah. uh, seven. You're looking around. Uh, you're able to see that the like the walls of Mistfall are still within. You, you know, you can kind of see it through the woods, like the torches of the guards. Um, you know, in the distance. But you're, you know, you're kind of like looking out, and the the darkness of the night is kind of just lulling you into a sleep. So yeah, after ten minutes, I'd say that you are uh, just out. Yeah, I think I uh, am finishing up the remnants of the food that Alaren packed up. Um, and at, at somewhere near the end of that 10 minutes, uh, I look down in horror and realize that for I don't know how long I've just been eating dirt um, and enjoying it. And uh, clean my mouth out and just give up and just pass out. So everyone's asleep. Loomis, you're meditating and doing that thing, okay? And Alice, you are sleep. Everyone's sleeping, basically. Everyone's yes. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. for sure. For a full eight hours. I, yeah, until I mean, I'm not that we don't have an alarm. Uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> you all wake gone. up um, after eight hours or probably a little bit longer since you probably went to bed around like nine. Um, and you're kind of hear like the bustle of people on the road um, not too far away. And you start to hear kind of like the guards up on the wall, you know, making um, some horns going off, like waking people up for the morning. And as you all stir at your campsite... You see somebody eating an apple uh, next to you all, kind of on, like, the three of you are kind of, well, the two of you are, like, kind of next to the burnt-out campfire, and Loomis, you're about, you know, 10, 15 feet away, um, probably a little bit long, a little bit further away, and as you all are stirring, you see a blonde woman kind of sitting on the ground, enjoying an apple next to you all. Oh, awfully bold of you all to just fall asleep uh, tonight or this last night, huh? And it's it's Elizabeth, just for the for the viewers at home, just so everyone knows. <laughs> just to clarify, uh, we we can all mark off a level of, of exhaustion. Yes, at this point. you all did long rest. It was very bold of you to not kill us all in our sleep. I'll say as I stand up from the ground and immediately do a scan for the backpack. The backpack is still there. You, you, have, you kind of like slept with it in between you and, and okay. Alice, and it's still there. Um, she's kind of like eating her apple really cool. Like she's like, instead of biting into it, she's like carving off chunks of it with a knife. And she kind of like points the knife at you all. I'm no fool to kill people this close to the outside of Miss Fallen. Besides, um, 
really have some use for you all. Um, although killing you isn't out of the question, that's for, for sure. We just want to... We just want to... We just... We had to camp outside the city. We're gonna we're gonna stand up and we're gonna walk back in the city. So if you if if, if you have anything you need to say to us, you better make it quick, cause we're we're gonna walk away now. Well, I don't think you'll be walking away. I, you know, there are people uh, watching us right now as we talk, um, who will stop you from walking back into the city until at least I say you can walk back into the city. We could capture you right now, bring you into our hideout, but I have a deal for you all, so here it is. There is a home within the Silver Summits um, of a collector of sorts. Uh, there's a tome that is valuable that somebody wants. We have been tasked to get it, but we know that this collector has quite the home and it would be very dangerous for us to just walk in and get it ourselves. So why not try and make a deal with you three to go get us the tome, since your lives are expendable, disposable, and such. You get us this tome, we leave you alone. Never again to bother you. <sighs> doesn't, sound, doesn't sound like the best deal in the world, because if we say no, you'll just kill us. So, but that's kind of how you, it's kind of how you, you all operate. That's that it is. It, while she's offering us this deal, can I look at Loomis? Is Loomis conscious with us? Present? Yes. Uh. Present in the moment, yes. So I feel like as Elizabeth says this deal of sorts, Loomis finally gets up from their meditative sit, I guess you could say, and... Becky, I don't know if anyone needs to, like, roll anything to see it. I feel like it's pretty obvious. But um, as Loomis gets up, I feel like the two of you, your gaze goes down to where Loomis was sitting. And around Loomis, like, almost a perfect radius, 10-foot radius around Loomis, you see all of what was once there, the grass, any plant life, just dead and withered away. Yeah, no check needed as, like, they're kind of, like, talking with uh, Elizabeth. And I think they, like, look over and be like, oh, is Loomis here? And they're like, well, that, we'll address that later. <laughs> that there's, like, this big circle, like, crop circle almost uh, surrounding Loomis. Well, I, I look at um, Romeo and Loomis. I'm like, y'all, I mean, she says it's a fucking deal. It's not a fucking deal. We have, we have to go fucking rob this house or they're going to kill us. It's, I mean... This isn't this isn't the first time that they do shit like this. This is Emil uh, stands up and puts his jacket on, or he's already standing. He puts his jacket on and buttons the top okay. button, um, and he says, "Elizabeth, you're saying our lives are disposable, and that's very true. The three of us could die right here, and uh, I'm not sure the world would shift at all. However." I will say your order of very professional criminals that I've heard a little bit about in this last week. We thoroughly handled them in these woods over the past two days. We we succeeded in our mission and your people did not. I, I understand you have the upper hand right now, but I'd like to propose uh, maybe a partnership. And, and I look at Allison... Loomis and just uh, say, 
now stay with me. I love, I love when two businesses can come together and support one another. Yours is faltering. I, I'm not sure about your other ventures, but the one here in these woods, these three disposable people, I mean, we ran you through. I'm sorry, I know we ended up sleeping here on the edge of Mistfall and it looks like we're defeated, but uh, that's not a good look for your organization. The three of us, we're without a name, we're without incorporation, uh, we're not an LLC or anything like that, but we do, um, we do handle business. I think we don't have a choice. We'll go get this tome for you. But I'd love for you to take us a little more seriously. I'm kind of insulted you didn't kill us in our sleep. Go ahead and roll persuasion or intimidation, whichever you're, you're kind of persuading her, I think. so. It's not intimidation, yeah. Yeah. Come on. Oh, with disadvantage, right? I know. Still. I yeah. rolled a 20 and a 16. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> It's okay. Persuasion, uh, sixteen plus one, seventeen. So you're you're not really trying to like make a deal. You're basically just like take us more seriously, right? I I am hoping that this could lead to something after we do this job that we're being forced to do. I am hoping that it potentially could lead to something else. Okay. And also, like I think Emil can't take the fact that we're basically like being shit on <laughs> as right, a group, right. and that does not sit well with Emil having felt actually kind of successful in our first mission together. No, you're right. Um, you did run through uh, those two bands of, of people that we sent out after you. Um, you handled the Displacer Beast. You handled uh, some of our larger uh, members, if you will. So perhaps if you do this job and do it successfully and bring back the tome and don't die, then yes, maybe we will start to take you a little more seriously. And maybe there's something for you on the other side of it besides just living. Well, well, um, who could use a, who, who wants a cup of coffee, am I right? Ooh. Um, I think this has been just a lovely conversation. Um, we, we have a couple things we need to sort out in this fall. Um, but then, you know, we'll, we'll probably head to the, straight to the Silver Summit, maybe in a day or two. Does that sound good, Elizabeth? That will work. Um, here's the map. She kind of brings out a rolled piece of paper that shows you all. Um, it's like you take the path northward to the Silver Summits, and then it kind of shows you like how you would get to this house that's up there. It's about like a day's hike up into the, like a day and a half hike up into the Silver Summit. So it's not super far away, uh, but it is mountain hiking. Yes, at your earliest convenience, please. Uh, do handle this uh, and we'll know if you have taken it without uh, bringing it to us. Where, where, where would you like us to um, rendezvous with you after acquiring said tomb? I guess you could just camp out in the woods again uh, west of Mistfall. Fabulous. Um, cool. Um, are we good to are we done here? Can we can we can we walk away now? She cuts off sort of like the last chunk of her apple and tosses it to the side after eating it. Kind of gets up, dusts her hands off. Yes, I think we're done here. Um, and Emil, maybe you won't disappoint me. I'm sure we won't. And she walks away. Okay. I kind of 
uh, rub the sleep out of my eyes, and um, I kind of start laughing a little bit. I'm like, <laughs> I um, I can count currently. I can count three th- three times we fucked up in the last nine hours. <laughs> um, um, one look. We were and when I'll chalk it up like we were all very still very tired. Making it to Missfall and not camping inside of Missfall probably a bad move. Two not still having the and I, I whisper I'm like still having the fucking plant in our bag and just sleeping outside. Two and then I I stare daggers at a meal. I'm like a meal, Mazak. You, you, we do not want to be in league with the fucking court of outlaws, man. I've, I've worked with people like Elizabeth before. If she sees that we are the least bit useful, there's no way they leave us alone. We're too valuable. We might as well be an equal partner instead of just a tool. Keep your enemies close, right? That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, my personal strategy is to make enemies forget you ever existed at all. Um, so this is a, this is a, this is a new business strategy. I'll throw a, a cold biscuit from, uh, Alaren, <laughs> like, not in a mean way, like, toss it to Ellis and say, <laughs> I hope you'll feel comfortable enough with us to tell us what happened in Honeyguard. My personal assessment is that you're, you're running from something. Uh, and, and absolutely, you don't have to tell me anything. Maybe my assessment is wrong. Um, I hope someday we can maybe help you with whatever that is. I'll tell you what happened in Honeyguard. Um, when you tell me who your associates are. Um, <laughs> but fair, fair. For, for now, um, uh, I kind of look at the dead patch of grass on the ground. And I go, Loomis, how's uh, you? You you fool! Your tummy's all full. You good? You good, bro? <laughs> What's going on? I mean, I'm I'm still pretty exhausted. Some would say three points worth. Um, but I do feel better. I guess, um, kind of like how I mentioned before, being a quote unquote vegetarian. This is how I can eat sometimes without having to technically kill a creature um i just kind of consume the life force of nature if you will now i'm sure you've been uh, i mean obviously you're much older than um emil and i here so forgive me if this question comes off as uh condescending but uh, does it have to be like? Do you have to be out in the woods, or can I just go and buy you like a fern? <laughs> I mean, if you could find ten feet worth of ferns, I maybe that will work. Well, good to know. Um, well, shit, y'all. Um, I look. I think. It's our best interest. Look, I would love to go back to the fucking Squirrel's Folly and have a couple breakfast beers and go back to bed. <laughs> but but before we do that, we, we should hightail our little hineys straight to the academy and drop off this fucking sample so we don't have to think about it anymore. When I pick up the backpack, is it way the same amount as it did when we went to sleep? 
We'll roll a perception check. First level of exhaustion, I still have disability or just damn it. I still have disadvantage <laughs> on ability checks, right? Yes. Uh, that's a natural one. For a total of a total of five. It actually feels heavier, and you're not really sure if that's because you're just tired still <laughs> okay. or, or whatever, but it feels heavier. She's grown. All right, y'all. Let's 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 hoof it. All right, you all head back into the walls of Mistfall, heading down the main road uh, to the Academy and Library of Mistfall. Uh, you go up the stairs to the main hall where Deb Lassier greets you all. Oh, welcome back. Uh, I was told by Miss Dravich to have you all go up to her right away upon your return. Is there anything I can help you with before you go up there? Loomis just kind of heaving because they're still can't yeah half speed towards them does anyone work here that can help with exhaustion no i'm afraid medicine has never been uh, a, a big branch if you will a little tree humor of the academy of misma that's real stupid and lumen just walks away <laughs> Make a perception check with disadvantage as you walk past him. Just Extra you... disadvantage? No, no, just because you're, <laughs> you're exhausted. Okay. Uh, you said perception? Yeah. Oh, well, hot damn. Dirty 20. You see him say, right, Dev Lassier, professor of medicine. <laughs> on, on his <laughs> notes as you all, uh, do you all talk to Dev or do you just head on upstairs? I just say... Can't wait to see where you end up, Dev. Still thinking about it. I have so many dreams in my head. I'm, I'm already past them. Okay. <laughs> I, as I'm walking by him, I go, oh, <laughs> It's branch of man. It's a big tree. <laughs> fuck, fuck, brother. You're fucking... Woo, you're a fucking funny dog. You're funny as hell. Good to I see like, you. I like him. He's good to one. Likes food. You just hear him like mumbling. <laughs> uh, you all make your way out of the grand, the, the main hall of the academy, back up to uh, the up the s- stairs, up to the botany wing where you go to the end of the botany hall, and the door on the left, where is uh, D- Daniel Stravitz's door is. You knock, I assume, on the door? Do you knock on the door? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll knock and say, Professor Stravich, it's, it's a meal. She opens, she opens the door. Oh, welcome, welcome back. Uh, come on, come back in. I'm a little surprised. I hadn't heard that the wagon had returned to... It did not. Oh. It did not. Oh, well, I'm glad that you all are safe. Uh, what happened of the... Is Zena here? No, it's just, yeah, looking around as Danielle welcomes you all into her office, it is just Danielle, no Zena. Uh, noticing that, I'll say, is Zena, is Zena okay and around? Oh, uh, Zena's quite fine. She's traveling south to, to Vinzor to just meet with some uh, citrine delegation business, you know, I didn't feel like, uh, well, I had to wait for you all, so I, I sent her along um, to to represent us, I suppose. Um, cool. Uh, what are we doing? Oh, <laughs> sorry. The mention of Venzor uh, threw me off. Um, 
we we had to ditch the wagon and I I am really sorry about that loss uh, we I assure you we let the horse go um, in a humane way like we didn't like let it go we like just released it we have returned Gertrude to the wild Elizabeth and her people they they came at us um, from the get-go they were they were on us uh, and they did not want us to find the plant and on the way back we were attacked I uh, have managed to secure you a small sample and I hand her the whole backpack I say it's in here <laughs> uh, be be weary opening it because uh, the plant is is quite aggressive as you indicated um, I know it's not the large sample you were hoping for but I'm hoping this can do something for you uh, this feels quite large I, I don't know what you're talking about uh, this, this feels quite hefty um, and go ahead and roll another perception check with Fuck. disadvantage it's just rocks or something god damn it <laughs> 15. It does not appear to be rocks. In fact, you can see within the bag that when you had first put the plant in there, it had sort of been like shifting around trying to like hit the sides of the bag trying to get out. And you see now that it is like larger masses of it seem to be like ballooning out, hitting the bag. (laughs) You might want to get that into a larger uh, container quite quickly. It's, it's, it's growing. It, I mean, Loomis Ellis, back me up. It was like it had spread all over this, like, well thing. Yeah, dog. That, it was, um, and it, like, it, like, makes, I mean, I think I managed to shrug it off, but didn't it make y'all feel real fucking funny? Um, Super weird. Like, it, like, controlled us at some point. Yeah, we even heard, I mean, at least I did, I heard a voice. Me too. Oh my god, I, we haven't talked about this. <laughs> we heard a voice in my head. Daniel is sort of reeling from all this information, and this is quite a lot of information that you are all throwing at me. Um, but uh, she kind of walks over to, there's like a large crate, and she sort of like puts the bag in there and puts a lid on top of it. Um, but thank you so much for returning uh, the plant here. Uh, payment is due. Uh, unfortunately, you did lose our, our wagon and horse, so I will have to take a, a cut from that. But you you also ran into more trouble than we had anticipated, and and you know it is a business deal, and losses are to be expected. Um, you all, and I don't know if this is if this is good or bad, but we also, this is I, I like point at the box. I'm like, that's it. That that's all the plant. The, the rest of the plant, there was a lot more of it, and we we fucking killed it. I don't so, I don't think we have to worry about like if there's any more. It wasn't there. It's somewhere else. So, yeah, we're like it you know died and it, it like screamed. Remember y'all? It like screamed at us when it died. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, uh well that's good. Uh well bad. Uh a scream was let out from the, the from the plant? Yes, and the biggest landlord we'd ever met. It's a big Man. golem creature. Lord. And actually I'm connecting some dots right now while we're talking about it. That creature can't have always been there. Because the inhabitants of the woods were leaving as we were approaching. That means that 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 large creature was new to the area. Somebody put that motherfucker there. Or it came to life. Or the plant was controlling it. Like it was trying to control us. This is quite a lot of, uh, lots to think about. Um, you see her, like, 
take out a journal and sort of start writing down all the notes of um she puts like landlord question mark and uh <laughs> but like Gollum and the you know, people leaving the forest and scream and controlling and you know all these things that you're telling her writing them down in her her notebook well this definitely complicates things a, a little bit um and that this might be something much bigger i think than any of us anticipated but um i, I again i thank you f for your your service um here and she gives each of you 40 gold pieces so taking docking 10 gold uh, for wagon and horse loss money please so you each get 40 That's gold fair. pieces yeah um and now for my side of the bargain um i did managed to collect some information about the Indigo Magnolia. Um, and she has sort of a, a folder of items or like papers and, and stuff that she hands to you, Emil. And um, if you have any questions about it, I, I can certainly offer more aid. And the library is open to, uh, to the general public, um, so there might be more information Maybe not about Indigo Magnolia, I, I think I was very thorough, but there's some other things uh, within this folder that you'll see that um, I didn't get a chance to research, so you might uh, want to learn more about those uh, at, the, at the library. Uh, Danielle, thank you so much. This, uh, <laughs> I've been eagerly looking for something exactly like this, uh, so... Whatever it took the past week, it was worth it for this. Thank you. I, I will say, um, whenever you, I, I assume you are going to go after the Indigo Magnolia or get, get some of it, um, before you do, or if you can, uh, please tell me. I, I would love to, to pay you all to, to get some for me as well, or um, you know help in any way I can before you go out there, if, if there's any more that we might learn, or... There's some sort of uh, plot here also unraveling. So if we need we need help, we we might look to you all since you're already sort of involved in um, whatever's going on with this plant too. Yeah, we have some some work outside of the city here in the next uh, few days. Um, but we're kind of set up at the Squirrel's Folly, so uh, we can tell Alarn to trust you uh, or Zena with. Uh, with information for us. That, that would be very helpful. Ex excellent. Well, yeah, uh, we will uh, keep you informed, uh, I guess, as this, un well, you know, we'll, we'll see what unravels, I suppose. Um, but yes, uh, keep us in the loop um, when you go to, to look for the Indigo Magnolia. <clears throat> um, well, um, uh, thanks for the job, and... Um, I kind of look at my friends, I'm like, anything else, any other burning questions y'all got before we go get some sleepies? No, um, just, just thank you. I'm, I'm sure we'll stay in touch, or I, I would be interested in staying somewhat touch. Uh, you all seem like interesting people, and you seem to have learned quite a bit, uh, while out there, but, uh, have a good day, and if you need me, I will be here, and... Um, I'll let Dev know that you all are always welcome up to my office, uh, as long as I'm, you know, here. Oh, Dev loves us. <laughs> that guy is like wicked smart, by the way. He's he's constantly reading. He's always looking at the latest research. Um, quite a, quite a guy. I mean, I, I've 
could see myself learning from him someday. Mm-hmm. He's funny too. I think I'm. I thought I was funny. That guy's hoot and a half. Uh, both of y'all roll uh, just a charisma check here with disadvantage. Uh, Wait, is it disadvantage on ability checks, right? Oh, yeah, I guess. Damn it. it. Okay. Yeah. This, no, this would be an ability check, right? Yeah. All right. Sixteen. Oh. Eight. Kind of mixed messaging from the two of you. Um, yeah, Deb is Deb is very smart. You're right. Very astute observation. <laughs> I. Okay, you didn't write that one down like you wrote down another <laughs> observation, so I'm... Okay. I will talk to you all, I'm sure, in the future. And she kind of she sends you on your way um, out of her office. Um, all right. Now, y'all, can we please go to the Squirrel's Folly? Is that restful for you, Loomis, to, like... I think, actually, you'd probably be safe in the woods, They. The order needs us, so they're not going to do anything to us. I think we can walk around with some confidence, actually. Yeah, I mean, the squirrel's folly won't be very restful for me. I'll just kind of sit there uh, contemplating. So if y'all don't mind, I might just go back to the woods. Y'all are more than welcome to stay at the squirrel's folly. I'll, I'll check in every now and then. Why don't we meet up for dinner? We like it, let's get a day of rest. Yeah, that works. Definitely. Yeah, I want to dig into this this research anyway. Excellent. Um, so, do you, Loomis? Do you head back out into the woods to kind of meditate some more till dinner time? Yeah, I think in the I don't know a similar area, close enough where it's an easy walk back to the rest of the party, but still secluded enough where people aren't bothering me cool go ahead and roll this time survival check as you kind of look for a a quiet area okay uh 18 okay yeah you knowing now that there's some underbrush to worry about and some thorny things and fallen trees uh you're able to make your way out to another quiet area without tripping or falling into anything and you manage to find a quiet place to meditate Emil and Ellis, are you all just heading back to the Squirrel's Folly or to the library or what are you doing? Uh, Ellis, I know you're eager to get back. You know, I'm sure you're ready for an actual meal. Um, I think I'm going to stay here at the Academy and, and find a quiet spot in the library. I, I kind of like to dig through this on my own first, if that's okay. Fine by me, brother. Um, I will. Uh, I'll at least go and get you, you know, at least reserve your room. Um, so you have a place to, to come back to tonight. Oh, thank let me let me give you money. No more charity, remember? I'll I'll Whatever. Hand him um first I'll take out a silver piece and be like, is this good? Is this enough? However much you however much you think, but That's a no, and I'll give him I'll give him a gold piece. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ellis, you head back to the Squirrel's Folly reserving uh a two rooms for you or little cubbies for you and a meal and you get yourself a nice hot meal hot breakfast oatmeal with mustard oh, fuck. classics you know classic uh, and a cup of and a cup of coffee black uh with six sugars in it <laughs> god <laughs> and we will then go to a meal who has made it down to the library you find yourself at a quiet table to sit at. Uh, there's other students sort of in the... Well, you're not a student. There are students in the 
library also studying and you see there's some sort of general people as well um, just general folk from the city who are also in there kind of just reading and looking at things at the front desk there's a halfling woman um, who kind of waves at you if you choose to go over you can but she's sort of just like welcoming you into the library half halfling woman with uh, thick glasses curly short brown hair um, you can find yourself a table to to read at or you can go up to her if you want to. i will approach her uh, and say hello my name is emile I'm, I'm here on some research uh from professor stravich uh it, how late are you open are you open like all the time well well hi there we're pretty much open all the time yeah we are uh, a library open to the people whenever you want uh, as long as there's a, a, a librarian here at the front desk uh, you're welcome in here uh, uh, my name's my name's isabella um but uh, I, I mean, I'll be here well past dinner time, and, and there is a night shift tonight, so uh, people will be here all night. I wouldn't say this to my associates, but I'm willing to say it to you because you are, I'm hope I'm guessing, a well-studied person. I I uh, am not the best. I'm not the most intelligent person. <laughs> I'm just gonna put my vulnerabilities right out there. Uh, I do my best, and I, I, I'm perceptive, but I, I wouldn't say I have a lot of book smarts. I didn't have that opportunity growing up. Um, if I need help with something, is that something you can do for me, like comprehending what I'm reading? A- absolutely. If, 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 if that's what you need help with, I, I would love to help you in any way I can. Uh, I know that uh, Professor Stravich was down here researching the, the indigo magnolia. I, was, I helped her a little bit just to find some of the stuff. But, uh, I, so I'm a little bit aware if that, if that is the research that you're talking about. But uh, uh, I, yes, if, if you need any help, I, I'm here for that. Isabella, you are, and I promise I haven't said this to anyone else, Mist Falls' true hidden gem. <laughs> well, thank uh, you. <laughs> I will find a table close, close to the librarian's desk, (laughs) and um, open this up and start reading. Go ahead and roll just a general intelligence check to kind of see how you're comprehending this. Can I have help from Isabella? That's what I was trying to do. I see. I see. To negate my disadvantage. (laughs) Yes, she comes over and kind of sees that you're like a little overwhelmed with all the the folders, um, and you kind (laughs) of wave from spills everywhere. Yeah, (laughs) she she helps lay it out into kind of like stacks of like, oh, this goes together with this, and you know, this is a study. Okay, so this is like one thing. Uh, So yeah, (laughs) go ahead and roll intelligence, uh, a straight roll. All right. If I fail this, I'm using my inspiration. Okay. Uh, it's a 15, but I'm going to go ahead and just use my inspiration anyway. Okay. 15. You are able to find quite a bit of information. Uh, the plant is found deep within the elder woods. It's a, it's a tree with gray and white bark and a deep navy color underneath the surface. The tree blooms annually in the wintertime. Uh, it's expected to start blooming anytime like the first frost sort of appears and goes all the way to when the last frost uh, happens. The tree is sensitive to disturbances and thus is in areas of the forest with lots of undergrowth and it's rarely, you know, rarely trekked areas. Your best chance of finding it is to look for those areas within the elder woods. So lots of undergrowth meaning like it will only grow 
if it's not really disturbed yeah so you know lots of like no paths no it's not usually like near any civilization or anything additionally the bloom has curative properties and is often used in strong healing potions when mixed with other plants it can be used to hold back disease progression numb pain and cure minor diseases Due to the rare quality of the plant, it is not used frequent, frequently, and all of its use cases are sporadic across history. While it has curative properties and use within strong healing potions, there are much easier and affordable resources that can do the same, so people tend to use those instead. Uh, however, Danielle was able to find some information on some scientific studies as well that involved the indigo magnolia. There are two such studies. The first one is from 50 years ago, so 211 era of Arcana, EA. Sir Quay Knight. Hey, Becky? Yeah? This is fucking. This is everything to me. (laughs) This lore dump you're doing? I love lore. You're not ready for this lore dump. Fucking hit me. Sir Quay Nythod attempted use of of the resource in creation of a heroism potion thinking it would help enhance someone's will. It somewhat worked, giving the drinker temporary uh, will, but no further bravery than normal. The patient this was tested on was a human man who was wanting to face a dragon with more will and fortitude. The patient was still scared of the dragon and died. Okay, so the patient ended up, they were trying to become like braver, a little bit in stronger, to, yeah. And a little bit stronger to face the dragon. They they died to the dragon or because of the potion? Yeah, they were hoping they would be like a little bit more brave. They were still scared of the dragon and it didn't really help them defeat the dragon, thus dying from the dragon. I know the name Sir Quay Nithod. Yes. Did he ever mention this to me? No. Okay, that's interesting. I'll bookmark that. Yep. What's the next one? Next one is from 149 EA, so 112 years ago. A scientist, Guinevere Salmonet, who has since passed, used the resource on a patient that showed an ailment which caused them to require dirt as nutrients. Guinevere made a potion with the plant, attempting to rid the patient of their ailment. Guinevere died before the study was completed, but her associates finished the report by stating that the potion failed to rid the patient of the ailment. If anything, it seemed to enhance their qualities. The ailment throughout is referred to as Dries blood, which I'll spell because it's D-R-Y-S, which is Greek origin for those linguists at home. Uh, so it's referred to as Dries blood. Nothing else in the study about this ailment, just that that's what its name is. The patient's name was has been struck from the record, and after the study, there was no word of their whereabouts. Emil reads that second one several times, um, a lot of times. And once Isabella helps uh, me understand it, um, I, I, like, without looking up, say, Isabella, uh, I think I've, um, I think I've got it from here and erupt into a, a, a long bout of coughing that I, that I interrupt with a lozenge and, uh, kind of ask her to give me some space. And I'm reading this report just over and over again. And I'm picturing last night 
eating that dirt against <laughs> against my will uh, just without even thinking about it being so exhausted that I needed I needed the dirt and I, it just like takes everything not to crumple this up out of frustration that it didn't work and I'll, I'll close it all up and leave the library okay go ahead before you leave just to make as you're kind of like piecing everything together go ahead and roll an insight check um, just kind of on like all the information and everything Danielle said, like everything that you've sort of gathered, maybe any inf- okay. thoughts from your past. Uh, 19 is the lowest one. Uh, you're just kind of making sure, like, you take note of, like, Danielle had said, like, there's other things in this, like, in this file that would be of interest to you and that you might find information about, but she didn't have time to research, which would be the Dries blood. Um, you're like, yeah. there's probably more information about that. In the library? In the library, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm feeling a little tired to to do that, but I, I guess I'll stop by the desk on my way out then and say, thank you for your help today. You are truly invaluable. Um, could not have gotten through this without you. Well, of course, and, and I'm here if you, ever, if you ever need more help with these books uh, or, or anything, really. You know, we have, we librarians, we, we uh, love to teach. Consider this a donation to the library or to you, and I'll drop five gold onto the counter. Oh, well, thank you. I'm hoping I'll be back again soon. Anything you could find on this word, and I'll, I'll like, tear a little scrap of paper off of something and write Dries blood on it and say, I'm not sure how much you're going to be able to find on this, but my course of action from here is heavily dependent on what you can find on this word, Dries blood. I'll just leave it at that. I'm intrigued as well. I'll see what I can find for you. Thank you. And she takes the gold and, you know, waves to you and puts that in a little, like, collection jar as you head out of the library. Um, We'll have you joining back up with Ellis um, after having learned all this. But that is where we will be ending tonight. My hand is so tired, Becky, from all the writing. (laughs) I had to write a lot. So much knowledge. Maybe this could get dicey. Uh, yeah. Hey, this could get dicey. These past couple episodes are the exact reason why I avoid camping in real life. Because you might end up working for a criminal organization. You can find This Could Get Dicey where all podcasts are streamed and on Instagram and TikTok at TCGDPod. If you found our antics enjoyable, help us out by leaving a rating and a review and share it with a bud or two. Word of mouth is the best advertisement. Thanks for joining us and stay tuned for our next episode coming out Wednesday, June 14th, baby. Uh-huh.